Welcome to Anime Fanjutsu, where we talk all things anime. It's great to have you with us, so let's dive right in. Today we have a special episode where we are going to talk about the new One Piece live action on Netflix. Um, it's just me today, just Becky. Hopefully we will have the whole crew back before long. So One Piece was first in Shonen Jump as manga back in 1997, which is really easy for me to remember because that's the year I got married. So One Piece is actually the same age as my marriage. It's been super popular all over the world. And I love that Netflix decided to make this into a live action TV show. So the first thing I want to do is talk about some of the actors. I'll be honest, you've heard me in past podcasts when we were talking about the upcoming live action before it actually came out, talking about Inyaki Godoy. I don't know if I'm saying his last name right, but I know his first name is Inyaki as Luffy. And I wasn't sure that I was on board with him, but I just have to tell you, He's perfect. He is so perfect for the role. He has the Luffy optimism and charisma. And honestly, even in watching interviews with him, he seems like that in real life. Like he really seems to have that Luffy energy in real life. So that's really cool. Then you have the super cool Mekinu. I don't know if I'm saying that right either. I don't know if I'm saying anybody's names right. Playing Roronoa Zoro. And I just want to say this dude is cool. He's like so super cool. I love um, what he does with his voice as Zorro. I love that he actually dyed his hair and got his ear pierced and all the things so like he could really get into the role. And he's been in some other things and he's not like new to acting, but this is the first thing I've seen him in and I think he's great. Next is Taz Skyler. He plays Sanji. He's the first one who's name I feel like I can confidently pronounce. <clears throat> One cool thing about Taz Schuyler is that he, like many other people in the cast, is um, multilingual. So it was really cool. I'm trying to learn Spanish right now. And I actually watched an interview on the YouTube channel for Spanish Netflix. And he was with Luffy. It was Luffy and Sanji. And they were having um, this interview and they were talking completely in Spanish and I thought it was really cool that he is so natural in English, but also so natural in Spanish. So I thought that was cool. Um, he took cooking lessons for this role and he uh, apparently cooked for this, the crew behind the scenes, which I think is really cool. He also did um, martial arts training so that he could do his own stunts. I don't know if he did all of them, but I know he did a lot of them. And so I think it's just really cool that he got that into it to the point that those actually became his hobbies. Like he is loving cooking now and kickboxing, martial arts, all the things. So that's cool. Next is Emily Rudd. She plays Nami. She is one of the ones that was actually a big One Piece fan already. A few of the cast members were, but she was a huge One Piece fan. She knows all the lore, all the trivia. And she is a great Nami. I feel like she, honestly, in the beginning, is actually more likable than the Nami in the anime. I just think she does a great job going between being sassy 
and fighting and then she's being vulnerable and she needs help and then she's being happy and she's a friend. I just think she does all of those great. Jacob Romero Gibson is Usopp. And let's just say I was wondering how they were going to do Usopp in live action because um, that's a unique look. You know what I'm saying? And I think this guy, first of all, he doesn't look like Usopp in the anime, so don't worry about that. He looks way better, which makes it easier to watch, I think, than if it was actually somebody that looked like Usopp, because Usopp is not human looking, really. So this guy, I feel like he is so smooth and so cool. He's cooler than anime Usopp could ever be. And I love how he tells his lies and does his exaggerating with kind of that little smirk on his face so that you know when he's not being completely honest. And he's just a really likable character. I like that he's able to keep the cowardice of Usopp while not being just totally a useless, weak character. Some of the other people that are cool are... um, Stephen John Ward plays Mihawk. I don't know what I was expecting for Mihawk, but I was not expecting what he gave me, and I loved it. So I think he is great. I can't wait to see more of him in the story. Vincent Reagan plays Garp, and he is perfect. He is Garp. Um, he's been in a lot of other things. He's a veteran actor, but I feel like he really shines in this. And I feel like one of the things that he does great is he has that dichotomy of, I am a Marine, I'm a super Marine, I wanted my grandkids to be Marines, and I am going to do what's right, and I'm going to catch him because he's a pirate. And then he really balances that out with, this is my grandson, and I love him, and I support him, and I want him to follow his dreams. He's over the top without being a caricature. Like, over the top in a good way. Like he's bigger than life, but in a way that's completely believable. And then the last person that I want to talk about is Jeff Ward, another Ward here, who plays Buggy. He reminds me a lot of Andrew Scott's Moriarty in Sherlock. He's kind of insane like that. Insane in a completely good way that makes him a good foil for Luffy and I feel like even though he is like a villain and terrible, he's still kind of likable and funny, just like Buggy in the anime is. And so I feel like he did a really good job of bringing that to life. I will say the scenes with Buggy in the beginning where they're under the big top there are some of the most disturbing to me in the entire show. The people being chained to their seats and stuff, the children, it was just, it was a little disturbing, not gonna lie. So we've talked about the characters. Let's actually talk about the show. So the set design I think is amazing. I feel like it looks very stylized. It looks um, very surreal. The sets are realistic while also being completely dreamlike, if that makes sense. So like I'm not distracted by the fact that everything is so fantastical because they did such a good job. Everything doesn't look like CGI, which is something I was really worried about. Everything looks real and it looks good. And the costumes, I feel like, are on point. They're amazing. I feel like the costumes came straight out of the manga, straight out of the anime, and just fit in perfectly. Now, one thing that I do know that some people probably have a problem with is that it does not stay true to the actual story. So 
because it is live action and because they can't make one fight scene last for seven episodes, they have to do a few changes. So you're going to find there are characters in places where they shouldn't be, where they were not in the anime. You're going to find that some people do things that they didn't do in the anime or they don't do things that they did do in the anime. Um, the biggest thing that I noticed is people just showing up completely out of place. So there are times where Buggy is on screen where he was not in the anime and Arlong shows up at places where he was not in the anime. But I do understand to make it fit into a live action show that has to be done. And I feel like they did it well. I feel like the changes, even though some of them are significant, I feel like they didn't take away from the story. As far as the visual effects, I'm going to say that the only time I ever notice any kind of special effects is sometimes in fight scenes and they're done really well. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes I can just, you can just tell like he's on a wire. Like this guy is the way his body is like he's floating on a wire. You can tell that some of the things are CGI, but it's done really well and none of it is distracting. And honestly, I feel like because it is an anime that they're taking this from, I honestly feel like it kind of adds to it to not be as realistic on those things. The character development goes a little faster. The pacing is a little faster than it is in the anime because they were trying to fit it in just into... They did the entire anime up until the fall of Arlong Park in this first season. And so the characters are getting developed pretty fast, but I feel like they're doing a good job of developing the characters. You do get to see the backstories. So you see... Zoro's backstory. You see Sanji's backstory. You see Usopp's backstory. You see Nami's backstory. And I feel like they did a good job of making the characters have depth by showing their backstory and not leaving any of that out because I think it would be really easy to be one dimensional with these characters. And I feel like they did a good job of making them relatable. So let's talk about future plans. They have already announced that there will be a season two, which I'm really excited about. And there's a couple things I am most excited about. Number one, Chopper. Chopper will be in season two. And what's that going to look like? They are saying that they don't want to CGI it, that they want it to be um, like Arlong. They want it to be an actual actor in costume makeup. So I'm excited to see how that plays out. Chopper is one of my favorite characters. I love when Chopper hides because he hides terribly and it's so cute to me. And I just hope that they can keep Chopper being super cute because that's one of the reasons I love him so much. I love his little voice. I love how sweet and optimistic and kind hearted he is. And I'm really hoping that they don't make like a terrifying looking Chopper because it seems like that's a tall order. The second thing I'm really excited about is Jamie Lee Curtis threw it out there. She's a huge One Piece fan, which makes me love her even more. I already loved her, but this makes me love her even more. Jamie Lee Curtis threw it out there that she would love to play Dr. Kareha, the lady that raises Chopper after he is orphaned by his first person, doctor, whatever. So she loves One Piece. She would be perfect for Dr. Kareha. She threw it out there that she wants to play Dr. Kareha. And the showrunner actually te- like tweeted her back and said, hey, let's talk. Like when this writer's strike is over, which is now over, let's talk. So 
if Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be Dr. Kareha, that's going to be amazing. Now, don't get me wrong. I love that we have a lot of fairly unknown actors in this show. And I want to keep, I want it to stay that way. Like, I want it to be a place where new people can get their start and be discovered and be amazing. But, I mean, you just can't go wrong with Jamie Lee Curtis. You know what I'm saying? So, I would love to hear what you guys are thinking about this new one piece live action. Did you love it? Did you have any problems with it? Did you not like that they changed some things? Um, did you love the casting? Are you excited for season two? Who would you cast in the roles that have not been cast yet? Or who would you have cast in the roles that have been cast? I would love to hear from you guys. Leave it in the comments to this podcast, or you can um, send us a message on our website, animefanjutsu.com. And we look forward to hearing from you. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Anime Fanjutsu. We hope our discussion entertained you and made you want to watch even more anime. We'd love for you to follow us on our socials listed in the show notes and leave us a comment with what anime you'd like us to discuss. Tune in next time wherever you listen to podcasts.